Good evening, North Georgia, and happy Memorial Day. It's Ralph Taylor, and it's time for another edition of the Chattahoochee Folk Hour right here on 89.1 WBCX, where there's nothing but the good stuff. Boy, it's been a beautiful Memorial Day weekend, and I sure hope that you've gotten out to enjoy this great weather we've been having in North Georgia and uh, also enjoying time with your family, whatever you did this weekend. I hope it was a good and safe one. You know, on Memorial Day, uh, it's a time to really enjoy our family, enjoy some time off, but also to give thanks and show our appreciation to all those servicemen and women who have served our country over the years. You know, I started thinking uh, uh, in my broader family there, I can think of seven seven family members, uh, you know, reaching to my wife's family and to my family uh, back to the, our grandparents' generation uh, uh, who have served in the military, whether it's Army, Navy, uh, Marines, Peace Corps, or, excuse me, <laughs> Coast Guard, not Peace Corps. Uh, and uh, I think uh, I think that that's true for a lot of American families where our our roots go deep in military service. So this weekend we do pay you homage and, and thanks for all that you do for America and our country. Well, folks, uh, I'm excited tonight uh, to introduce you to Surfa. Surfa is not uh, is not the name of a chia pet. It is actually an, an acronym for the Southeastern Regional Folk Alliance. You know, a couple of years ago, I guess uh, last year in 2012, I went up to Memphis for the International Folk Alliance meeting. Well, a couple of weekends ago, I had the good fortune of going to the Southeastern Regional Folk Alliance meeting up in Montreat. And uh, this is a smaller version of the Folk Alliance that I went to in Memphis, where there were about 200 musicians, uh, songwriters, uh, venue hosts, uh, managers, and radio folks in attendance. And again, the focus of the weekend was the music, was the community. It was the support of each other uh, as folks honed their craft. You know, most of these folks aren't looking to be to be the next American Idol uh, they are wanting you to hear their music and hear their message that they give you. So uh, I, I I took the advantage of the weekend and, and took some uh, some time to pull folks over to the corner and interview them. Uh, and there's some terrific people uh, that I'm going to feature on a two-part segment. We're going to do the part one tonight and then part two uh, next Monday because there's just not enough time to fit it all in in one show. In fact, I wish we could do four or five shows featuring these various artists, but uh, I want to at least give you a taste of some wonderful folks. So I hope that you'll settle into your favorite chair, pour that nice tall glass of sweet tea, uh, get your feet up off the floor. I know that you've had a busy Memorial Day weekend. And now I want you to meet some of the great people who are involved in Surfa, and I'm excited for you to get to know them and their music. We're going to get started off tonight with my interview with Kim Richardson from Welcome Home, Arkansas, who is the acting president of Surfa. And then we're going to play a couple of her tunes and then go to the next uh, artist whom we interview uh, and then introduce their music to you as we move on in the show. So here we go. I'm glad you're with me for the next 60 minutes. And here is Kim Richardson, uh, president of Surfa. Well, Kim Richardson, you have been the busiest woman at the Surfa conference. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little busy. It's a little bit busy. Yeah. There are things to do. Yeah. And and something possessed you to become the president of Surfa. It was Carrie Estrin that possessed me. Was it just me. a week? <laughs> it wasn't just a week moment. No. Uh, some some of it was that. No. What happened was, um, you know, I got involved as a volunteer and and uh, I just I fell in love with the people and and the the, the community of people that it is and and when we uh, when I was asked to do you know more volunteer stuff I, I said yes and then I was asked to do more volunteer stuff and I said yes and then and it became clear that I had a, a love for the organization and the people and the mission oh, it's and, very it's very abundantly and, clear and that yeah. you know and that just you know it was just a natural progression but yes I will admit that that Carrie hit me to pass on the torch directly after the conference when yeah. I was all excited and I said well yes <laughs> but I don't regret it I, I really don't you know we make a lot of jokes about you know, uh, volunteering and getting talked into it and all right. that stuff. But really, um, when you love what you do, it, it's not a it's not a challenge and it's not a hard decision to make to volunteer. Well, Carrie Essen was one of the founders of Servo, which mm-hmm. is the Southeastern Regional Folk Alliance. Yes. And then um, she's just 
pass the torch to you as the incoming president? Well, and yeah. I've been the president for about two and a half years. We did, um, we've done three conferences in that amount of time. Oh, really? Here at Montreat. I'm sorry, yeah. I thought you were just uh, no. recently on here. No, well, I guess in the history of the organization, it's it's been a long time, but it's flown by, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. it's just flown by. Now, you're from where? Um, well, I'm from Arkansas. I grew mm -hmm. up in Little Rock, and then I went to school in Memphis, Tennessee, and, and I've uh, moved Where'd back. Where did you go to school? I went to the University of Memphis. Yeah. Uh, Memphis Tigers over there, and, um, and I was there for 15 years playing music and, and working, and then um, I fell in love and moved up to the mountains of Arkansas, to Mountain Home, Arkansas, which is a, a little town that, that you're either born in or you retire to. So I tell you what, isn't that a beautiful <laughs> name for a town? Oh, I'm from Mountain Home. Oh my gosh, that's that's just yeah. Well, and it's 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 in the mountains. It really is. It takes an hour to get anywhere because you got to wind around. But uh, we live in a town that's right between two lakes, and you know people come up there to vacation. Yeah. And it's it's a beautiful place. Well, I know you've been busy this 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 weekend with everything going on, but I finally saw your showcase tonight, and that was so much fun. Oh, thank my you. My goodness, you know, <laughs> you know, you, you just put a smile on everybody's faces. Oh, good. Well, yeah. you know, I, I was serious. I think I said when, when I was uh, when I was talking in there, I said, you know, you should plan your comedy ahead of time, but it's not as much fun that way. And yeah. that's really the way I feel. Yeah, you that's know, the way interviews are, too. It's, it's an exchange. Yeah. You know, it's really just a conversation. It's a conversation here now between us, and, and it's a conversation with the audience, you right. know, and it's different every time. And, yeah. I, and I respect that, and I really, I, um, I thrive on that. Yeah. You know, I, 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 uh, I want that conversation. Kim, for the folks that may be listening to the show, they may be asking themselves, what is this Folk Alliance all about? How would you describe that? Um, well, I would describe Folk Alliance as a community of people who are committed to furthering art, whether it's music or dance or storytelling or the combination of those things. Mm -hmm. um, to furthering that and to sharing it um, with each other and learning from each other how to make that um, how to make that uh, exist and transcend this weekend or, or this event, you know. I mean, we have the Folk Alliance International that does their conference now in Kansas City and, and these regionals surface, one of the regionals in the southeast and, um, or the southeast region. And it's a way for us to gather together and learn from each other how to continue doing what we do, whether it's making music or bringing music to an audience, um, you know, because it's not just artists here, it's venues, it's, it's promoters, it's uh, designers, it's really the support team for com bringing, it's a support team for bringing music that can't get through national media outlets. Mm -hmm. How do we keep that alive, yeah. and how do we get that to people? And because there's an audience for it, there are yeah. people who want music that means something. Um, and it's not to say that popular music doesn't. I look, I listen to to uh, pop music all the time. It's it's energizing, and, and, and I, but this is you, powerful. And I know you listen to the Chattahoochee Folk Hour every time you you can. Every time every, I can. Every time. Who wouldn't? I mean, who Let wouldn't? me tell you, <laughs> right. if you're That's not right. listening to the Chattahoochee <laughs> Folk Hour. Something must be wrong. I mean, with it's you. better than buttered grits. Oh, can we put cheese in the grits too? <laughs> you sure can. Well, then it's better. It can't. Yes. Well, it's I got tell to you, be better than that. There's one thing. This is my second folk alliance. Mm -hmm. I, I went to Memphis. Yeah. And then this is my second one. And and uh, we've got about 200 folks here. Um, and and there's a there's a beautiful spirit here with uh, what's going on with with these songwriters and folks that are here and uh can you elaborate on that any i mean isn't that, isn't that the magic of the folk alliance yeah and i'm i'm so glad to hear you say that because that's really i think one of the things i know it's one of the things that we as the as the organizers and the executors of this event it's one of the things that's at the forefront um of our minds when we uh, when we're when we're creating the event, you know, when we're planning it, is you know, community because that's what it is. It's like it is, a family, yeah. you yeah. know, and it's um, you know, it's folk music, so that has its own its own um, uh, color to that. But at the same time, it's 
you know, we see each other here at the conference. We see each other year after year. Maybe you miss a year and you come back the next year and, and, uh, and we grow. And then we see each other out on the road. And when you see somebody out on the road, you're like, oh, yeah, I saw you at Surfa. And it's, it's a bonding thing. You know, we have, we have a family here. And I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because that, that's very important to us. And, it, and it's, it resonates through the hallways um, and it resonates in the smiles on people's faces, and and that's that's our aim, that's yeah. our goal. Yeah. So I'm glad, glad to hear that. Tell me a little bit about your music. <laughs> oh goodness, well, um, my music is fantastic, and <laughs> it's it's uh, it's fun. You well, know. You, you, listen, you're so so talented, and. Well. Uh, and so much fun is what I would say. You well, know. yeah, and you know yeah. what? It's it's that way because, I, you know, it's fun for me. You know, I, I want to write songs that I like playing, that I like sharing. And, I, you know, I've, I've taken my swing at some, some really heartfelt songs and some really uh, message-driven songs, you know. I mean, I, I have a song that I didn't play tonight that was directly uh, the result of... Um, an article I read in the paper about gang violence down in Little Rock, mm-hmm. and it's really, um, it's a really difficult topic. But I mean, I just I was so touched by it, you know. And that's that's what happens, I think, as writers, we're touched by an idea, or we want to explore an idea that you know sometimes our audience doesn't really know how to think about that, you know, or doesn't take the time to think about it, or has thought about it but not really sure. And and it's our job to kind of take a swing at thinking about it and explaining it and just kind of re- representing it to yeah, somebody yeah. and saying, this is my take on it, what do you yeah. think? You know, yeah. And it's always interesting to me to hear what people what people think my songs are about yeah. you know, or, or what they hear in it, you know, because yeah. I, I hear different things sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that ability to, to share an idea and have it come back to you in a different way and go, wow, I, I, didn't, I never really saw it that way, mm-hmm. you know. That, mm-hmm. That's special. That's a yeah, special thing. Yeah. Well, you, you're wearing a lot of hats, and you wear them well. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's yeah. an honor to do it and yeah. a privilege. Yeah, and, and thanks for it. what you've done this weekend. It's been beautiful, really. You're yeah. welcome. Thanks for being yeah, a part of it. Yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. Kim Richardson, the president of Surfa from Arkansas. Now we're going to play a couple of her tunes. Uh, the first one is called Bury Me in the Sky. Here we go. Let the winds come and carry Let the clouds roll on by Let your tears be temporary Look for me six miles high Dressed in black, you'll come together to bid your last sweet goodbye. Just remember when you gather, look for me six miles high. Sown with heaven's silver Peace when I die Let my 
Richardson, the tireless president of Surfa. I've got one more tune uh, written and performed by Kim from her True North album. Both of these tunes are, are from her True North album. I got to hear her perform this song live at uh, Surfa, and it's a cute, clever song. And boy, there was uh, a lot of laughter going on uh, when she performed this. So this is a little tune called Devil on a Sunday. Kim Richardson with Devil on a Sunday from her album True North, and uh, she is uh, doing a great job as surfer president, and thank you, Kim, for all that you do. And uh, folks, tonight we're taking you a journey on uh, introducing you to SURFA, the Southeast Regional Folk Alliance, uh, which took place up in Montreat, North Carolina, a couple of weekends ago. You know, one thing that I love about Folk Alliance is the diversity of music. Um, we we had folks there not only from the from the southeast but certainly from the northeast and uh, from around the country and a variety of different uh, instrument types and music types from folk music to some bluegrass to some old time gospel to a great group out of Canada 
who I will be introducing you to next week by the name of Sultans of String, and I'm excited for you to get to know them. But one fellow that I had met up in Memphis is a guy named Dennis Cash from Archerville, North Carolina. Now, Dennis is a true roots musician. Jeff Mosier uh, called him the gospel hippie, and I think that's a, <laughs> I think it's a great term. I think Dennis liked that term as well. But uh, Dennis understands and loves traditional music, particularly the music of the Carter family. And, you know, folks may not realize uh, such uh, what a, a foundation was laid by the Carter family and how much music is built on top of the Carter family over the years. Well, Dennis plays Carter family songs and does it so well. But uh, this gives you a real taste of the roots, tradition, and music through Dennis Cash. I, I pulled Dennis over for an interview, and uh, I'm pleased to introduce you to Dennis Cash from Archerville, North Carolina. Here we go. Well, Dennis Cash, uh, welcome to the Chattahoochee Folk Hour. Dennis is from, as I recall, Archerville, North Archerville, Carolina. Archerville, North Carolina, that's right. Not the home of Gene Archer. <laughs> <laughs> and I had the good pleasure of meeting you a couple of years ago in Memphis. Right. And uh, you shared your music with me, and uh, I've enjoyed uh, sharing that with the listeners of the Chattahoochee Folk Hour. And Dennis, uh, you represent so much to me of the, the traditional roots of music from uh, from. Uh, the instruments that you play and the, and the music that you play. So, so thank you for taking some time out here to talk to us here. On well, Ralph, Hour. thank you, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased that we met number one. You know, uh, that convention in Memphis was my first exposure to the Folk Alliance. Really? Yeah. It certainly was. First time I'd ever been to a Folk Alliance event. I was certainly aware of the organization, but it was the first one I had ever been to. And, of course, I had a ball. And, and coming more from the bluegrass community, uh, for my work in, in music for the last 20 years or so, uh, it was really a whole different experience because there's so much different type of music that the folks uh, in Folk Alliance really embrace. Yeah. Uh, they, they're kind of the mentality, I think, if you if you call yourself folk and you want to be there, that's good. And they, <laughs> they welcome you, and I, and I yeah. like that. Uh, but uh, I appreciate you playing my music, too. I, I, I love... The I love the old music. I love doing the stuff that got us where we are today. Yeah. And of course, as as you know from the Songs of Home album that you've been playing, and again, I appreciate that a lot. Absolutely. But uh, that music that the Carter family put out, the original Carter family, is. It revolutionized music, I guess, for lack of a better term. I mean, their their music was heard by a gazillion people, mm -hmm. uh, and then the legacy that they left. There are very few genres that their music hasn't touched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, folks from all all different genres have recorded songs that were brought to the world by the Carter family. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I love that. Well, it's interesting, too, because even the present-day generation of songs, uh, whether they're country or folk or whatever, have their roots in folks like the Carter family, and folks may not even be aware of that. Exactly. exactly. You know, uh, I'll be in a jam session, and somebody will do a song. I mean, even a, a common song like Will the Circle Be Unbroken. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a ton of folks that don't know that the Carter family is where that came from. Yeah, they they brought yeah. that song. And I'll tell you a, a, a funny little story about that song. Um, my new record that I've uh, just put out called "Sing Me a Carter Family Song." I decided to put that on it. I, most of the stuff that I've got on there is uh, is is rather obscure stuff. It hasn't been covered by too many other artists, but it was stuff that they they originally recorded. But I decided to put that one on there because I wanted something that people would know and could you know could identify with. But I found that when they originally recorded it, they called it, Can the Circle Be Unbroken? And so I'm thinking, hmm. you know, that was probably when AP found that song. He, he didn't write that. He found yeah. it as he did many of their songs. But when AP found it, that was probably what the lyric was. And it just had changed through the years. So I recorded it using that lyric, Candace. And that's the only thing that really changed. Yeah. Candace circle being 
Well, I was talking to my friend Bill Clifton, who has uh, become just a dear friend and mentor to me in everything Carter <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, over the last few years, and uh, you know, told him that, and I said, now, I did it the the way the the Carters did it, and I said, you know, did AP ever talk to you about that? Because Bill spent a lot of time with AP. Mm -hmm. You know, why? Where did that where did that name come yeah, from? Yeah. Bill said, oh. Well, no, that didn't have anything at all to do with uh, uh, the, the actual name of the song. He said, I'm pretty sure that when, uh, when AP found the song, it was Will the Circle Be Unbroken. But uh, Mr. Peer had him change it to Can the Circle Be Unbroken when they did their uh, copyright on it so that they could get the royalties. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, Mr. Peer did on a lot of... AP songs, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, but I, yes, I thought that. Man, I thought now here I'm, I'm getting a real piece of history, and I'm doing it really the way the Roots people did it. I'm using the right lyric. All these people <laughs> been doing it all these years with the wrong lyric. Yeah, and it was just an angle, <laughs> just an angle. <laughs> it was just an angle to make uh, some money, which was fine. They yeah. needed to make money back in those days, I guess. <laughs> well, Dennis, one thing that I love about what you do is you play the auto harp, and 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 you you're holding a beautiful instrument. With, with you as we speak here. Tell yes. me about the, that auto harp and, and about, the, about your history with the auto harp. Sure, love to. Well, my, the particular harp that I play and played for the last few years is uh, it, it's technically called an Orthy harp. And its maker is a fellow named George Orthy, who's from Newport, Pennsylvania. He's one of many, actually, these days, uh, custom builders of, of harps. Um, I got introduced to his harps through little Roy Lewis uh, of the Lewis family. Hmm. Uh, Roy's got several harps, and uh, there aren't too many people in the bluegrass world that play harps on stage, but Roy and myself happen to be two that do, and, and uh, as we work shows together, I'd, I'd uh, bring out my old Oscar Smiths, and Roy would bring out his Orthy harps, and then after the show, we'd get together and pick a little bit, and he always let me play his harp. So anyway, long story short, I decided to uh, get one from George, and uh, I absolutely love the uh, the harp. Yeah. Uh, George makes, uh, I guess, about a half a dozen different models. The particular one that I have is the Ernest uh, V. Stoneman, Pop Stoneman Commemorative. Uh, if your listeners remember the Stoneman family, and I'm sure, if nothing else, maybe some of the folks from Hee Haw remember yeah. uh, Patsy and, and, and Donna, but uh, Stoneman's were a huge uh, thing in uh, the early part of the century, just like Jimmy Rogers and uh, and the Carters were. And uh, the interesting auto harp connection, uh, Pop recorded a song, I believe it was in 1924, 23 or 24, but in any case, he recorded a song called The Wreck of the Titanic. And uh, it was actually one of the first million selling records mm. in, uh, in the United States. And Pop played auto harp on it, and it was one of the first uh, auto harp uh, uh, recordings as well. So uh, this is the commemorative model that I play, and it's actually got some chestnut wood in it that I think came from some of uh, Pop Stoneman's property. How about that? It's yeah. got a little piece of oak for an armrest on it that I'm positive came from, uh, from uh, wood from a shed that was on Pop Stoneman's property. Mm. So it's a, it's a pretty neat uh, instrument. It's got its own little piece of history. It's got, it's got a lot of nostalgia. It does, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. As far as my playing, um, all of my music, I guess there's, there's, there were two major musical influences for me when I was a kid. One was my dad. My dad never played outside the house. Uh, I think Daddy knew four chords on the guitar, uh -huh. but he had a capo, so he could play in any key. <laughs> and, uh, he loved to play. Daddy loved to play and sing. Again, didn't do that outside the house either, but yeah. he loved to do it at home. And uh, he uh, he also loved instruments. Uh, there was a banjo laying around the house. Uh, he bought from Sears uh, a an auto harp. Uh, made by Oscar Schmidt, but of course with the Sears name on it. And in fact, I've still got that harp uh, today. Mm. Uh, lost my daddy about five years ago, but I've still got that harp. And that was my introduction to the harp, Daddy. Daddy had that, and I, I picked it up and started started Start messing with it. Wow. wow! And the harp really has become. I, I I piddled around a little bit with just about all the uh, bluegrass stringed instruments, 
but my absolute favorite two instruments are the dobro, the resonator guitar, and the auto harp. I think those two have the sweetest, uh, most up uplifting sound uh, voices of, of any of the ones I mess with. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's let's hear some of that auto harp, please. I tell you, let's do. Uh, I give you a little piece of uh, the. Uh, song that the Carters used for so many years is their theme song, one that I love to do, called Keep on the Sunny Side. Oh yeah, yeah. Blessings to you, and thank you so much for sharing that with us. I mean, it's, uh, uh, yes, sir. Thank I mean, you. I, I love what you do. And uh, uh, Jeff Mosier played you played you a great compliment last night there in he Caroline did, Aikens' indeed, room absolutely. about yes. that, and that shows the the influence that you have on other younger <laughs> musicians and all. Thank yeah. you, my friend. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much. Okay, brother. All Keep right. it going. Thank you, Ralph. Dennis Cash, quite a character and quite a man, and I'm going to play a couple of tunes from his. CD that he mentioned, Sing Me a Carter Family Song. And so this first tune is appropriately named The Carter Family Song. Hi, folks. This is Tom T. And Dixie Hall. Hey, Dennis. Sing me a Carter Family Song. This cruel world too long Let me rest in the shadow of Lynch Mountain Bathe my soul in a Carter family song Sing me a Carter family song Take me back to the way life used to be Sing me a Carter family song Sing in honor
Dennis Cash from Autryville, North Carolina. We've got one more tune from his uh, CD, uh, Sing Me a Carter Family Song. And, of course, this is that song that Dennis mentioned. We all know it as Will the Circle Be Unbroken. As Dennis talked about, he recorded it as Can the Circle Be Unbroken. Of course, this is one we all know. And uh, sing along at home if you'd like to. Here it comes. Can the Circle Be Unbroken? Undertaker, please drive slow For this body you are hauling Lord, I hate to see her go Can the circle be unbroken By my Lord, by and by There's a better Dennis Cash playing homage to our roots and the Carter family. Folks, if you don't know much about the Carter family, just go online and uh, you'll be amazed at the rich tradition that they have. And when they describe it as roots music, you can just 
picture in your mind a tree because that's uh, that's what that music is all about. Uh, so take a look and find out more about the Carter family. And thank you, Dennis, for keeping uh, us uh, visible uh, in our minds as we uh, as we progress in our musical journey. Folks, I'm going to take a quick trip uh, uh, here on the uh, PSA for the United Way, and I'll be right back. My name is Jamal Rashears. I have a master's degree. I'm a long-distance runner, and this is how I love United. Education has been so important in my life, but lots of kids in my community don't have the same opportunities. I'm an advocate and fundraiser for my local United Way. One of the things that I do best is help pull people together to promote academic achievement and really give kids a reason to stay in school. I'm part of an ongoing speaker series with experts and young leaders to encourage networking and volunteerism. We also put together events to raise funds and bring our message to the kids that need to hear it most. I know that bringing change to my community won't happen overnight. It's like my marathons. You gotta know that the race is long, but eventually we're gonna cross that finish line. I believe that, and that's what I want for these kids. My name is Jamali Brashears, and I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Happy Memorial Day, folks. This is Ralph Taylor, and you are listening to the Chattahoochee Folk Hour here on 89.1 FM, WBCX, nothing but the good stuff. Uh, folks, tonight I'm introducing you to SURFA, the Southeastern Regional Folk Alliance, which is a compendium of musicians and songwriters and so forth. And uh, we're, we're meeting some new artists tonight, and I'm, I'm delighted to share them with you. You know, I've got a, a podcast site if you want to drop by and See some of the old shows at podbean.com or just Google the Chattahoochee Folk Hour or drop by my Facebook page and uh, and let me know uh, uh, that you're listening to the show and uh, what your interests are for the Chattahoochee Folk Hour. Well, folks, uh, we've been to uh, Welcome Home, Arkansas with Kim Richardson. Then we took a trip down to Archerville, North Carolina with Dennis Cash. Now we're going to go on up to Connecticut to meet a, uh, a folk singer from Connecticut by the name of Laura Hertzkovich. Laura has uh, actually been on the Prairie Home Companion, and she has actually been named as a top folk artist out of the state of Connecticut. Laura was at uh, Folk Alliance, and so we took a minute to talk about her musical journey and her experience. So folks, let me introduce you to Laura Hertzkovich. Here she goes. Well, um, Laura Hertzkovich from... Connecticut. Welcome to the Chattahoochee Folk Hour. How is Surfa going for you? Surfa is so great. It's it's great to it's a family reunion really at this point. I mean, really? it's just great to have an opportunity to connect with venues, with radio personalities, with other musicians, and yeah, really over the decade that I've been doing this, it starts to feel like family. Really? Yeah. yeah. So how long have you been doing music? Well, I've been writing songs since I was a little kid. I started writing on the piano when I was eight or nine. Huh. I've been doing it professionally for about a decade, for about really? 10 years, yeah. Really? yeah. And uh, what's your background? Are, are, are you musically trained, or did you have another profession before you went into music? I actually still have another profession, so oh, yeah. I'm not doing this full-time. I at one, at one point in time, I almost went to law school. I got in and did you really? had my deposit down and decided... I knew something I liked about you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and I'm not even just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> um, had my deposit down, decided... I didn't want to go. At the time, the field was really saturated, and I worked in a law firm as a litigation paralegal. In Connecticut? In Connecticut, wow, yes. Yeah. And every lawyer to a person said, don't do it. Really? Don't do it. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, I probably would have really enjoyed it and would have had a great career, but instead I decided Man, to go. you wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I ended up in a field that, that's very legal-oriented, so I think yeah. there's just a part of me that's drawn towards that kind of change and that kind of reform. I got a MSW, a master's in social work, focused on policy and planning. Yeah. And and, and um, so since then I've done international development work. I focused for a little bit on education, literacy, youth development. And then that was when I was dragging a guitar along with me because I'd be yeah. in Guatemala in the middle of the night, you know, couldn't go for a walk as a single female there for a month. So I started really writing a lot more, realized I had to do this professionally. My, one of my family members got really sick. I realized life is awfully short, yeah. and it was going to be a regret if I didn't really try it. Wow. Did an open mic night, and I was it, it, the rest is just, you know, details, because yeah. I was absolutely home. Yeah. So yeah. now I'm in a field that's um, juvenile justice, advocacy, and policy work. So four days a week I do that work to try to keep kids out of the system from, through legal reform and yeah. other means. Yeah. And then I tour on the weekends. 
Does, does your interest in law and in what you're doing in your other profession filter into the songs that you write? It, it really does. I've, I've always had somewhat of a so-called social justice um, angle of what I wrote. Yeah. But I decided very intentionally for my most recent CD to bring my two worlds together. So actually, Four Wise Monkeys is the most recent CD. All of the songs weave in and around the theme of needing to reform the prison industrial complex that's really one of the U.S.'s major civil rights crises. Yeah. So there are yeah. still love songs on the CD. It's still, you wouldn't necessarily know it, but it's very much a concept album for the first time. Yeah, fantastic. So do you tour up in the Northeast, or is that kind of where you, you perform? Or, or I tour you... really Eastern Seaboard. Uh -huh. I mean, I'll really tour anywhere that wants me. I just yeah. need to figure out the logistics yeah. and how to make it work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say mostly Eastern Seaboard at this point. And yeah. So how many surfas have you attended? This is my first surfa. Okay. I've have been you? to a nerfa, which is the northeast one. Surfa, nerfa. Surfa, nerfa. You know, we're going to start with in Gainesville. It's going to be called Gurfa. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'll be there. Do you know where Gainesville, Georgia is, Laura? Not exactly. Yeah. We'll get you there. You, I, just, you know, just... You know, just just plug in the, the, the chicken capital of the world and it'll take you to Gainesville. All right. We have a lot of chickens in Gainesville. Well, I'm sorry for the chickens, but, you know, it's good protein. <laughs> you, for you don't have any social justice songs about chickens, do you? I don't. Okay. I don't. Okay, you'll, you'll be fit right in. Okay, good. good. Yeah, good. yeah. Um, where, where do you think your music is taking you? Is taking me in the future? Yeah. You know, that's a really excellent question. I wish I knew the answer, although maybe it, there'd be no suspense if I did know the answer. I can tell you this. If I did answer right now, I would be wrong. Because every time I, I try and predict the future and I think I know exactly what direction it's taking, I'm wrong. Yeah. So I've decided to let go and just really focus on, as Ray Charles would say, I just really am focusing on being the best musician that I can possibly be. Yeah. And I let the rest of the details kind of work themselves out. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, good, good, good. Are you performing tonight or are you done with your showcase? I'm performing tonight. I have an official showcase somewhere in the neighborhood of 8 o'clock, and then I have a couple of more showcases uh, later night. Hopefully I'll still be awake by then. Oh, amen, amen. Otherwise I'll just play someone else's songs, you know, whatever comes to mind while I'm sleeping. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, all the best to you. And thank thanks, you. Thanks for taking the time out to chat in the corner. Well, my I've pleasure, and thank you for bringing what you bring to our, yeah. to our shared community. Uh, absolutely. Thank you. Laura Hertzkovich from Connecticut. Now I'm going to play two of her tunes from her CD, Four Wise Monkeys. The first tune is called A Circle Drawn. Does the tree let go first or the leaf? Keep you surprised It delivers every time Every time It must be time to learn The teacher is here From the foundling wheels of yesteryear Can't get over to you to find a way through you're gonna get through circle drawn round this place and time you've arrived it's gonna be alright one thing certain nothing stays the same sometimes walking Nothing stays the same Sometimes walking 
Now hear Laura's tune, Let Us Begin. Never give up. Never give in. Never give up. Let us begin. Let us stop trying. Let us do, let us find inspiration to believe the truth. Let's turn our attention what it means to be free. Take one step, then another, then another. Till we reach eventually Never give up Never give in Never give up Let us begin
Laura Hertzkovich from her album Four Wise Monkeys. Folks, this is Ralph Taylor, and tonight uh, we have been taking a visit to SURFA, the Southeast Regional Folk Alliance meeting up at Montreat, North Carolina, that I attended a couple of weekends ago. Folks, there's a group that I captured live called the Moore Brothers. You would think when you hear this that you're listening to Tony Rice and Sam Bush, but uh, folks, the Moore Brothers are Jacob and Daniel. They are 13 and seven, excuse me, 13 and 15, and then Isaac, who's nine, and uh, they are a terrific group. You're going to hear a lot more from them. So we're going to close out the hour with the Moore Brothers, uh, and this is a tune that I captured live there at Surfa on my digital recorder. So, folks, I hope you've had a great Memorial Day, and I hope your circles, like Dennis said, can remain unbroken. Thanks to Kim Richardson. Thanks to Dennis Cash. Thanks to Laura Herskovich, and thanks to the Moore Brothers. And remember, every life is a song. Every life is a song we're singing. This is Ralph Taylor, and I'll see you next week with the Chattahoochee Folk Hour. Ha, 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 ha.